Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 97. And today we have Cindy Erdman back on the show. Hi, this is Cindy Erdman. You are listening to Heart Sales Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so excited to have Cindy Erdman back on the show today. I can't wait to dive in deeper into the amazing content and value she has to share so that you can create your defining difference and that you can be the defining difference for other people. And we are going to talk about the right people, the right environment, the right setup so that you can thrive in your business. Before we do that, make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, sign into the empowerment notes, these are empowerment right into your inbox once a week where I share amazing content and all the updates on Heart Sales Podcast. So it's all at your fingertips and all you need to do is go to your inbox. Right now, we are back with Cindy. Cindy is the CEO and founder of The Defining Difference and Mortgage Master Pro, success-based coaching and training companies devoted to helping people master the power of intentional choice to create a defining difference in their own life. She has been acknowledged as one of the top 100 most influential mortgage executives in America by Mortgage Executive Magazine for five years in a row. What an achievement. And being named in the top 100 mortgage loan originators in the US by Mortgage Originator Magazine for more than a decade. Cindy has now dedicated her life to empowering the growth of others. And I'm so excited that she is here and can share more of the amazing content she's got with you today. Well, I am so, so super excited to have Cindy back on the show today. Welcome. Oh, it's so great to be here with you again, Christine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what a pleasure. And you shared so many amazing golden nuggets the last time. And I love your seven instant skills, which can be found at seveninstantskills.com as a free download because usually you charge for that. So I'm very honored that you give that to our audience for free. And one thing that really stuck with me was you said something around making good choices and who you let into your life. And especially in sales, when we sell a service, one of my blocks at the beginning when I started in my business was that I thought, well, I have to work with everybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I also noticed that was one way. The other way was that when I grew, I had more and more people who didn't get what I was doing and who were questioning what I was doing and, you know trying to keep me where they were. So I thought that would be a really great topic to start with, to, to get your advice yeah, on how to choose. You know, I think you bring up such a valid point and question here about who do you work with? Because there's no question when we're starting out, we feel like we have to work with everybody. And let's face it, you know, we might have to for a period of time to get our business going. But one of the things that I love, and this is just a matter of developing the confidence to utilize the strategy, is they don't know that you need to work with everybody, right? So I think so much of it is, you know, make a choice as to who you want to work with. 
I really think there is something to identifying the perfect avatar of your perfect client. What does that person really look like? Or one person that you've served that was your ideal client. And a lot of times when I'm developing marketing and, and strategies around building my business, I focus on that one avatar, that perfect client, because obviously we're going to get other types of clients, but speak to that one person, because if we're speaking to that one person, we're going to attract more of those type of clients. But in addition, one of the things that I love to do, so if I'm meeting with a new potential client or a new potential referral partner or someone that's going to enhance potentially my business. I let them know that I'm very, very particular about the people that I work with and that I, you know, I, I really want to surround myself with like-minded people, with inspirational people that I've just made a choice in my business and my life to work with a certain kind of person. And I'm very particular about who I work with. Now, the minute you tell somebody that, as human beings, we want to be that person you want to work with. You know, we just do. So you, you've sort of set up this limitation. Almost now, they're, they're asking themselves the question, well, am I the kind of person that Cindy wants to work with? So I think to be clear who you want to work with and speak to it when you're meeting with people, look, you know, look, Christine, I don't work with everybody. You know, I don't want to work with everybody. I'm not about working with the masses. I'm, more out of, I'm about working with the right person that's the right fit, that's a value match. I want to work with people that we're value alignment. So I bring value to you and you bring value to me. And it makes business so much more fun when we're working with people that we love, right? It's such yeah. a big deal. So I'm so thrilled that we're meeting because I've wanted the opportunity to meet with you but I just am so clear that I don't want to work with everybody. I want to work with the right people. And so in meeting with you today, I love being able to drill down to see if we're a, if we're a fit, if we're a match. And I love having that kind of a conversation because you change the energy now. You know, they're kind of like, huh, am I the right fit? Am I the right energetic match? Yeah. You set up sort of this filter that they want to get through. And it's actually a very powerful strategy. Yeah, it's a powerful strategy and I, I call it um, working with my soulmate clients. Love it. Especially when we work one-on-one -on -one and you do spend more time with them than with anybody else in your programs. Right, absolutely. Um, I, for me, it's so important that I when I see their appointment popping up in my calendar, I want to be happy, right? I want to have a big smile on my face and I want to look forward to this next session and so I, def I defined that if I would not hang out with them, like if I would not want them over for dinner, right. they are not my ideal client. They are not my soulmate client. They might be an ideal client, right, for courses or group coaching or something, but for that very special um, attention, um, it needs to be the soulmate client. There's no question. When I started my, I started with one-on-one -on -one coaching when I launched my coaching company five years ago. And I, I set up my program for a six-month program instead of a 12-month program. And some people thought I was crazy. I'm like, well, no, but if I don't want to work with them after six months, I don't want to have to continue. And so usually the people that we're aligned with just continue. You know, I've got clients that I've now coached for four and five years because we have this beautiful alignment. But there's others that I just, I encourage them that there probably be a, a coach that would be a better fit for them at the end of the six-month contract because it does need to be an alignment for both parties without question. Yeah. And I think if you send them to somewhere else, to, to another resource, you are still serving 
Without question, you know, without question. And, you know, one of the things that um, you and I were speaking about too was about the things that sometimes it's about what we let go of, Mm. not piling more things on. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a really important thing in business to think about because I I find so much that people are spending so much time on activities that actually do not serve them. So, you know, there's a a simple exercise that I I do with clients called the passion, purpose and prosperity exercise. And it's such an easy thing to do. I mean, it does take a little bit of, you know, time, but for two business days, I have my clients mark in 15 minute increments, everything they do. They write down every single thing they do for two normal business days from the time they get up in the morning, if they're brushing their teeth, if they're taking out the trash, if they're walking the dog on social media, whatever it is that they do, log every single thing that they do over two days. And then you go through and you put a plus and a minus next to every activity. Does it fuel you? Put a plus. If it depletes you or it's not an activity you enjoy, put a minus. And then I encourage you to put all the minuses on one sheet and really look at what those activities are. And those to me are low energetic activities. And so those are the things I like to help my clients create solutions for. Sometimes for me, when I did this exercise, I hired a personal assistant. I kept thinking I needed another business assistant and I realized I needed a personal assistant to help me manage my life and it was life altering. So Mm -hmm. it's such a simple exercise to help people get clear and maybe it's realigning, um, you know, maybe it's, I hire, I used to hire other people's kids to do small tasks or there's lots of ways we can do things inexpensively or share resources with friends. But I think it's a really valuable exercise on looking at what you need to, to let go of. And um, there's a, a training I do called eliminating your energy drainers and just helping people get clear on the areas of our life that drain our energy. And the four that I have people look at is, is your mindset? Like we've talked about how important mindset is to how we manage and lead our day. Um, Looking at your own self-limiting beliefs. You know, statistics or research says we have 60,000 thoughts a day and 30,000 of those for most people are negative. You know, they're negative self-talk and we beat ourselves up on things and we have these, you know, recycled challenges that run through our brain each and every day. Finances, if we're in financial trouble, is one of them that plays a big, big thing. Um, So negative mind chatter, defeating language, you know, kind of reframing that voice using affirmations. There's lots of things we can do to, to improve our mindset piece. The next category is your surroundings. Looking at your surroundings is look around your desk, you know, look around your master bedroom, your, your space. Is it messy? And, you know, do you have clutter everywhere? Is there part of your house that is in complete and utter disarray and it's white noise that you, every day you see it and you know you need to address it, but you haven't. So really looking at, do you need to clean out your closet? You know, I cleaned out all my closets in the last six months and it's a really freeing feeling to create that, that space physically and emotionally. It's, you know, decluttering is a big thing. You know, making sure in a pleasing environment. I last year took out, like I had a treadmill in my master bedroom. I had a lot of work stuff and I moved it. You know, I moved it into another room in the house. I decided I wanted my bedroom to be a sanctuary. So it was a peaceful place for me to be able to do my meditation. And I did some redecorating and now I wake up and it fuels me instead of reminds me of my job 
and that I need to get on the treadmill, which then if I didn't get on the treadmill, then I feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. Thirdly, as situations, um, look at your relationships. Like we're speaking about, it's really important to look at all of your relationships. Pick the top 20 people in your life. And again, put a plus or a negative. Do they fuel you or do they deplete you? And, you know, think about are there people that maybe you have unresolved anger with that you haven't picked up the phone and called? You know there's somebody that you need to address or, or a situation or a challenge. And for some people, it's years that they leave unresolved relational issues and it really does deplete our energy and a big level and one of my clients two weeks ago I did an all-day session with him um, and he texted me on that Sunday and he picked up the phone and resolved three relationship challenges that he hadn't resolved in years said his wife cried all weekend and it was one of the most empowering weekends of his life and he finally just decided to take those steps so that's very freeing for people um, to to really look at what's fueling that, you know, are you not dealing with your financial challenges? You keep sweeping it under the rug, really looking at what can you do to address that? Is it time to focus on one credit card and pay it off and cut it up and start, start to lean into addressing and acknowledging some of the challenges you have in your life? And then technology, you know, we know technology is a biggie, you know, we're on cell phones, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, we're, you know, this communication email having some parameters around what that really looks like. You know, for me with Facebook and Instagram, I give myself 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. And that's when I choose to play, you know, and it's fun and it helps me with my business, but it doesn't overtake my life. So just really thinking about those areas of our life that we might need to eliminate and having people, you know, pick five areas of your life that you need to, to change, that if you reduce to resolve it, you know, what kind of impact would it make on your life? So I just like to help people get intentional about what they need to let go of that allows them to create time for, you know, really what matters most. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that, that you go so deep into the power of the intentional choice to create the defining difference in life. Right. That's, that's, that's your, it. And well, that's the beauty, right? Cause we, you know, if we make a bad choice today and we all do it, and we go, gosh, I wish I hadn't done that or that didn't work out so well or, you know, and then to wake up tomorrow and say, I have the, the beauty as a human being in this physical form to wake up tomorrow and make a new choice and maybe realize, okay, that wasn't the best choice, but to beat ourselves up, you know, indefinitely doesn't serve anyone. So to really allow yourself to, um, you know, sometimes I just envision it like a stream running off my back, just to allow that to run off my back and start fresh today and make a new choice. And so it is about the intentionality of our life. And we have that ability to choose. And some people feel like I can't make any change. You know, all this is happening to me. And, you know, when I trained with um, Jack Canfield for a year in 2009, my greatest lesson with Jack was his E plus R equals O events plus response equals outcome. And we can't always control the events of our life. I and mean, we know that things happen, you know, there's illness, there's financial tragedy, we lose jobs, there's all kinds of things that happen. People get divorced that are tragic, but how we respond, we have the ability to control. Mm. We really do. And, and how we respond creates the outcome we create. And, you know, a lot of people react and I have trained myself over the years, I really adopted his E plus R equals O and how can I respond differently in a way that not only serves me, that serves others 
in a meaningful way. And I, you know, my, my greatest accomplishment, Christine, was my divorce because I chose that R factor became everything. And I did not have that training. I'm not sure how it would have turned out, but I chose to respond to my divorce and the steps of my divorce um, in a way that would support the outcome to keep my children and my family intact and whole. And it was my greatest accomplishment. You know, we have a whole family. I have a great relationship with my ex. And I, I realize it takes two people. And it's not easy. It was not easy for me. But those choices um, created this outcome that's really beautiful. And I know that not everybody can do it. But sometimes we don't even know it's possible that we can to make a different choose to respond differently to the events of our life to create the outcome we desire. Mm, love it. So much gold right in there. So let me ask you to finish off because I always ask my guests, what was the very first thing in your life that you sold? <laughs> well, the very first thing in my life that I sold were clothes in the juniors department at Harris's department store because I came from a family with really very, very little money and my friends in high school all looked so cute and I just didn't have any clothes. So I sought to get a job in the juniors department. So at that time I got 50% off of clothes. It was very self-serving because I wanted to look cute once I sort of identified that boys were something I liked. And so I did it for a very specific reason. That was the first thing I sold. I was a very motivated salesperson too. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So you did, did, did you have any fear around sales or did you just go for it because your why was so much bigger? Well, I think honestly, I was selling something I really liked. I really liked clothes. Like I, I really did like clothes um, in a meaningful way. And You know, I, I, um, the summer between high school and college, I um, worked for some friends that, that had this little shop down in Laguna Beach across from the Laguna Art Festival. And it was my first sign of entrepreneurship because there was a guy in the building that had created rainbow sandals, which were kind of the rubber sandals with the different colors in them. And he had this little manufacturing plant in this strip center where we were working. And all these people were coming by every day to go to the fair. And so he said, why don't you make a stand and I'll give them to you on consignment and you can sell them to the people going by. And I'm 18 years old and I'm out, you know, in my shorts and a t-shirt on the sidewalk selling rainbow sandals to strangers. I had no idea what I was doing. And suddenly I was making $500 a day selling these sandals to, to people walking by at the beach. And I thought, Oh my goodness. I mean, it was like, I was like, you know, I worked a year to make that kind of money, you know, part time in the juniors department. And I think this light bulb went off on maybe there's something to this, you know, maybe there's something to entrepreneurship. So maybe there's more. <laughs> maybe there's more than rainbow sandals in my future. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you so, so much for sharing, for going deep with those processes because I, do believe that it, everything is a choice and you described it in such a beautiful way so that no matter where the person listening in right now is in their life, they can get something out of it and, and really reflect like, is there more? Can I make a new choice? Can I just have it like run down my back? Like when you take a shower at night, just everything that went wrong, let, let it go into the drain. Let it go down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so, so much. And I want to send people to your gift again, because um, it's so generous of you to, to give that for free. 
the seven instant skills at the seven instant skills.com. And I definitely put those resources into the show notes that people have what they need to, to start off because you are such a shining example of how success can look like. I would love for people to take the right action to get their life to a path that they really love. That's fantastic. I love it. You are amazing. You help so many people. Thank you, Christine. Well, thank you, Cindy. It was such a pleasure. Have an amazing, amazing day. I'm going to cheer you on here from Germany. <laughs> Wonderful. Stay connected. <laughs> thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Well, I loved every second that I got to spend with Cindy and I hope all the content she shared and the conversation we had is leaving you absolutely inspired and ready to take the right action to create the defining difference in your life, to move forward in your business, to create a lifestyle that you just love. And it all starts with being able to sell from your heart. That's why you are here at Heart Sales Podcast. Thank you so, so much. You find the transcript, the resources we are mentioning, the show notes at christineschlonsky.com. Just find the podcast tab and there you have it all at your fingertips. Make sure you connect with Cindy. You follow her on social media because you need like a whole team behind you, begging you up and having your back. And you can do that if you connect with those people here interviewed because they have amazing stories to share. They're so successful, inspirational that I want you to have that success team on your side because we are creating a movement with Heart Sells Podcast of people who truly care when they are selling, who want to give their gifts to the world, who want to shine, who want to go out. And, you know, you don't just want to serve a handful of people. I'm quite sure your mission is so much bigger. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for tuning in. Heart Sales Podcast is listened to in over 30 countries worldwide and growing. So if you have friends, if you have family, if you have a business partner who you think can really get something out of this podcast, please make sure and invite them to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, like wherever you can think of. All the information are at christineschlansky.com and find the podcast tab and there it is right at your fingertips. So thank you so, so much. Sending you lots of sunshine from beautiful Germany. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this wonderful world and bye for now. Mm -hmm.